It's time. It's time. Time to get in the zone. Time to get in the zone. With the 49ers Web Zone. This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al and Brian. Yeah, I I definitely feel confident. And the reason I feel confident is because the 49ers are going in healthy. Um, there really isn't anyone that they are missing that would be would make the difference between a win and a loss against this Philadelphia Eagles team. Uh, and really, I'm thinking more on the offensive side of the ball. Um, you know, the biggest advantage that the 49ers have going into this game is on the defensive side of the ball. The 49ers are number one in DBOA on offense, and the Eagles are number six, uh, or sorry, number seven. But the, but the 49ers are number six in DBOA on defense, and the Eagles are number 17. Um, the 49ers defense has performed significantly better than the Eagles defense. Uh, this Eagles defense is nothing like it was last season. And even when you look at the sack numbers, their sack numbers are down. Um, you know, they, I mean, this is a, this is an Eagles team that uh, just allowed 505 yards to the bills and, and are, are, are the bills and Josh Allen a, a good offense? Absolutely. Um, are they as balanced of an offense as the 49ers are? They are not. Um, they gave up 173 yards on the ground to the Bills, who are not a good running team. Um, in fact, I believe that is the most yards the Bills have gained on the ground uh, all season. Um, now, granted, the 49ers don't have a running um, a running threat at quarterback like the like the Bills do. Um, but yeah, the Bills. Oh, I'm sorry, the Bills had a 196 yard game against the Jaguars. Um, so it's not the most; it's the second most that they've that they've racked up. Um, and I just, I don't think that this Eagles offense has played a defense, the caliber of the 49ers. They have played the, the Cowboys, uh, and they, they, they won that game 28 to 23, but the 49ers have also played the Cowboys and they won that game 42 to 10. So, Mm -hmm. uh, again, you know, when you look at, when you look at common opponents, uh, the Eagles are three and zero against the Vikings, Rams, and Cowboys. The 49ers are two and one. They had lost that game to the Vikings. Um, those are the only common opponents they've had so far. Um, but it, it just—I don't know. I—I I haven't. The thing I'm most impressed with with this Eagles team is just their football character. In terms of, mm-hmm. they never get too high. They never get too low. You know, they they are lights out in the second half, especially when they're trailing. Jalen Hurts is incredible in the second half when trailing. It's like he turns into a completely different quarterback. Uh, I'm not sure what that's about. And and that's impressive. And and I, I won't take that away from them. And and to win close games like they have against quality opponents is also impressive. You know, to pull out a victory at Kansas City 21 to 17, uh, to pull out that victory against the Bills in the rain you know, on, on what amounted to a, a, a last second 59 yard field goal, have no idea how Jake Elliott made that kick. It's an amazing, um, kick. amazing. It, it's something that the 49ers haven't done this season. And, and, and we, we had Jason Aponte on uh, earlier this week. And, and one of the things he talked about was wanting to see from the 49ers, what we already have seen from the Eagles, which is get in a gritty game, get in a, you know, a, a slugfest and come out the other side with a win. They haven't done that yet. Every slugfest that they've been in so far, they've lost. And I don't necessarily think that that is, that is indicative of them not being able to win those games. I just think that they haven't. 
and the Eagles have, and there's, there's something to be said about that. But, mm-hmm. you know, I think, I think the reality is, you know, if we look at these teams, like we look at, like we look at prospects, right. You know, and, and, and we've talked a lot on this show about prospects, right. Cause we had the Trey Lance situation, but sure. um, if you look at these two teams, the 49ers have a significantly higher ceiling than the Eagles do, but the Eagles have a higher floor. Uh, if things go wrong for the Eagles, they are better prepared to switch gears than the 49ers are. And so if you take the 49ers out of their game, it is harder for them to pull out a victory than it is for the Eagles if you take the Eagles out of their game, right? If And, and right now the Eagles game is, is that running game. They want to... They want to take the air out of the ball. They want to suffocate the clock and they want to give you as, as, as few possessions as you can possibly have. But if you can stop the run, Jalen hurts has already proven that he can beat you through the air. Has he had a good season this year through the air? Absolutely not. And in fact, the one game that they've lost this year came against Robert Sala and the New York jets who play a very similar style of defense to the 49ers and Jalen hurts only. And that offense only put up 14 points. And uh, he had three interceptions and that was a game that sauce Gardner and DJ Reed weren't even in for the jets. They're two best cornerbacks. So this is not an infallible Eagles team. And I'm not going to say that they have largely been lucky, but they've been in a lot of one score games and have come out on the other side. And that tends to find its way back to the middle, if you will, in, you know, in a regress to the mean, if you will, in the NFL. Will that happen this season? No idea, but um, I'm not, I'm not super intimidated by, by this Eagles team by any stretch. They are not as good as they were last year. You know, I think with Hertz, I just said this to Elliot. I shouldn't admit this on the Niners pod, but I I am a fan of his. I I like the way he plays. I like the way he carries himself. Yeah. I like that. I love the way he carries underdog, you know, and he's, you mentioned him coming back. He's got this season when they're trailing, he's got 10 total touchdowns, no picks, a rating Mm -hmm. of 118 in four gambling drives. So he's been really impressive. And on offense, we were talking about how how they're going to attack you. They primarily run through Hurts and Swift, the Eagles. So Mm -hmm. out of their 349 rushing attempts, Hurts and Swift have 275 of them. So that's Mm going to be how they attack you on the ground. But Hurts is on a ridiculous streak right now where he has three straight years of 10-plus rushing touchdowns, which is the only quarterback to do that. And and that's, that's a big concern for me. He's 26 mm-hmm. and three since 2022. He's got 29 total TDs this year. I feel like if the game is close where I get worried, I'm worried in the trenches. That's definitely yep. a worry for me because I think the, if Lane Johnson plays that offensive line is really good. And I'm concerned about the non Trent Williams offensive line for the 49ers. Mm-hmm. I'm also just worried about hurts. So we've seen the Niners shut him down in the passing game before, but I just feel like if it's a close game and he starts to run around, that's where I get, that's where I get concerned. So Fred Warner is going to be huge in this game. Drake, Drake yeah. Greenlaw is going to be huge in this game. Can they kind mm-hmm. of spy him and make sure he, do, he doesn't go crazy? Cause we saw it against the bills. Like he just runs, he made for that touchdown to win the game. Like it's third and nine and it's a big spot in the game. And he's got, you know, he runs for it. So that's the concern there with him and the weapons they have. And listen, AJ Brown and Devontae Smith are, are ridiculous. And they're just two, two of the only two weapons you need, I guess, in the passing game. But mm-hmm. They don't have much beyond that. Yeah. Without Dallas Goddard, their tight ends are doing nothing. You know, they mm-hmm. don't really have another receiver. I don't think that really scares you. So yeah, like I said, or like you said, this team does not scare me. In the last four games, Brian, two, 
they have been through an absolute gauntlet. So most mm-hmm. teams can't stay out of Philly, just like the Niners. Most teams can't stay with the Niners for 60 minutes. We just saw Seattle kind of play with them for a while in the third quarter, and then they just couldn't. Eagles have shown they're better than coming from behind than the Niners are. Um, you look at their last four games, they were down 14 to three against Washington in the second, 24 to 17 in the fourth. They came back to win. Dallas had a couple of red zone trips at the end and they couldn't quite get, you know, score to get ahead. KC, which was a huge game for them, for uh, the Eagles, I should say. They were down 17 to seven at halftime. They come back to win 21 17. Now that was aided by a drop by Valdez Scanlon, but still, that's a gigantic win for the Eagles at Kansas City. And then Buffalo's in a perfect spot to beat them, coming off an emotional, with them coming off an emotional win and looking ahead to the Niners. They get up 24 to 14, and the Eagles still come back with an amazing kick. But these have been four emotionally draining games for them. At some point, Mm -hmm. it's got to take its toll. And I kind of feel like regardless of what the Niners are doing, billboard material or whatever, it just kind of feels like this is a spot where it's going to take its toll. 